and welcome to the Cambridge Connection, your roadmap to debt solutions and renewed financial wellness with your host, Gordon Oliver. The Cambridge Connection is brought to you in partnership with Cambridge Credit Counseling, offering you simple, safe financial solutions since 1996. Welcome, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection right here on WHMP 101.5 FM, 1400 AM, here 28 minutes every Saturday with you, my co-pilot, Tina Marie. What's going on? Hi, Gordon. How are you? How are things? Doing great. Yeah? Did you start your holiday shopping? Uh, oh, nope. you're, you're one of those uh, Christmas uh, Eve? It's as bad as it gets, actually. Okay. All right. Well, There's that's... some traditions, like sometimes in the mall, we'll all go to the 99, and then two people go shop, and... <laughs> Two people will stay and watch the packages, and then the other watch two will go out. Watch the packages out. Right. at the 99. That's why you got to have a team. It takes a team yeah. for many things. So you tag each other in. I get it. Tag in, well, tag well, out, you know have what? some fun. You're not overspending if you're waiting till the last minute. Am I right or wrong? What do you think? Uh, I, well, it's not. I don't. That's the problem. The budget's still there, and the amount's still there. It's just the actual what gift I'm getting or is what, either going to be successful. Or what the 99 is serving at the bar, maybe. Right. That and <laughs> it, yeah. So, so again, I stay within budget. It's just okay. I never have great ideas for really many people. They're you don't just, write anything I'm, down. Huh? I don't shop well to begin with. Well, you know what? That's how you save money. Your budget. I, and I, that agreed. isn't that what this show's agreed. all about. I, all right. So, not shopping is actually budget. <laughs> smart. No. <laughs> so again, um, last year around this time, we gave some of the tips that are on CambridgeCredit.org for holiday spending. Um, this year, I, again, we're in an economy that since last year has kind of gone the wrong way. Correct. So a couple of headlines just to kind of, again, for awareness purposes, 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck heading into the peak shopping season. Right. And that's just something that you have to really keep in mind. I mean, 60%. That's obviously more than half, you know, um, living yep. paycheck to paycheck. So I know a lot of people are probably um, even relying on maybe their holiday bonuses just to do uh, gift shopping for others, which, and uh, I'm sure a lot of companies are even cutting, cutting back. back on yep. the bonuses. So it's just, you know, live paycheck to paycheck and, and think. I think the biggest thing right now is make that list. So this article uh, was published on November 18th. Uh, the author is Jessa Dickler, mm -hmm. and fr she's from CNBC. And that kind of pivots us into the next headline from CNBC, which is same author on November 16th. Credit card balances jump 15%, right. highest annual leap in over 20 years as Americans fall deeper in debt. Right. And I think a lot of that is everyday living expenses. Everything costs more. It right. doesn't mean people are making more. Exactly. And, and you got you to gotta eat. Groceries are up 11% right now. I want to use your example. If people were expecting bonuses this year mm. and companies had to cut back and they were relying on the bonus, just like the economy going the wrong way, when expenses get higher, your income does not get higher, things get put on credit cards. Right. So if you don't get that bonus and you're planning on that being your holiday spending budget, now you're going to have to do something, which most likely would be putting putting it on a credit, on card. A credit card. So uh, if I, I understand with Cambridge Credit Counseling, there are two major events of the year where people really reach out. One of them being after Labor Day, after vacationing and summer spending, and one after the new year in February. Yeah. Once those, once those monthly statements start rolling in in January and... Uh, People actually take the time and look at what they've actually actually spent. You know, you have to understand they, you know, they get you buy buy one get one free. Well, that's fabulous, but when you're putting it on a credit card, that one free item is you're you're being charged interest on on these items. So nothing's free if you're putting it on a credit card. No, and this show is about 
financial wellness, financial wisdom. Mm-hmm. A couple key points. As day-to-day expenses continue to rise, Americans are taking on more debt. Yep. In an economy that has produced the highest inflation rate since the early 1980s, Americans are struggling to keep up with day-to-day expenses. The holiday doesn't make that any different. Actually, it makes it worse. Absolutely. So for our listeners, don't Again, feel free to cut back. Feel free to tell your relatives that you just can't do it this year. Feel free to set up some kind of a where everybody's involved and gets one gift yeah, with a budget Yankee and amount. Swap, Yankee swap. Put, it, put your names in a hat. You all saw that on the office, right? Yeah. How that worked out. <laughs> 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 yes, but don't be afraid to tell your family members you yeah. just can't do it this year. Mm-hmm. You, your family members would rather be you happy than in debt, stress, and, and stressed and out. And you know what? And, and don't be afraid because you might be embarrassed because your family members are probably in the exact same situation you are, but just Absolutely. maybe don't want to bring it up. So somebody's got to have the talk helps everybody open up and on that note we know that when we have pets they are family members oh my gosh yes lola i have a shih tzu you do oh lola she's got a whole f- uh, fall wardrobe they're expensive little things I'll yeah tell well that's what yeah. we're gonna get into because yeah. we had um donna french on mm-hmm. from all pet connect to talk about scams expenses the cost of dealing with pets and our guest today we're going to get into talking about pet insurance and the reasons why you would consider having it um it- what a fabulous time of the year, too, yeah, with be- pets getting into tinsel. Or, or, or pets being gifts, yeah. <laughs> right? Or pe- yes. Right? For, Everyone the, for younger wants children. That cute, like the Easter bunny. Everybody we- wants the bunny at Easter, and two months down the road, the poor bunny's homeless. You right. Know? Yeah. And this, t- this talk today is going to help us get into how to work on not having a pet or pets financially crush you. Responsible. With that said, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is The Cambridge Connection right here on WHMP. Are you having trouble paying down credit card debt? Cambridge has been helping people safely pay down their debts for more than 25 years without settlements or bankruptcy. Call us at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and it is an honor and a privilege to introduce our special guest, Alyssa Lungi, who is the lead sales representative of Comparion Insurance Agency, a Liberty Mutual company. Alyssa, welcome to The Cambridge Connection. Thank you both so much. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. All right. It's we're exciting ta- to have absolutely. you. Absolutely. This is a big deal. <laughs> this time and, of year. Absolutely. And I want to thank you for being on because we just had Adana French from All Pet Connect talking about all the nuances. So many people with great hearts wanting to help with rescue dogs. I have an own st- a story of my own um, that I can get into on that. But to, to segue that to help our listeners, the cost of having pets just to maintain them, keep their health is tremendous. So before we get into that, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Obviously, I'm here to talk about pet insurance. Um, I am a huge animal lover, um, big advocate for um, dog and cat rescue as well. Um, Work with a lot of rescues in the area. Um, I've been at Comparion for um, over nine years now. And um, my um, dog and cat owner clients are my favorite to work with because they love their pets like family. And I'm able to help them with their pet insurance as well as all their other insurance needs. So important, and here's why. Uh, Tina Marie being a counselor, we've helped hundreds of thousands of people with debt problems. And this pet situation is one that's the perfect example of when people have a tight budget and we're in a very down economy right now, so things cost more. Pet expenses that are unexpected, let alone expected, Mm -hmm. typically are not in the budget and are funded either by a loan or a credit card, and the expenses are very high. You know, it's ironic, Gordon, that you would even say that because it is true. Um, Obviously, there are people that come to us that when we ask them, okay, what got you in this situation? Their pet got sick. 
And you, like you mentioned, it's, it's, it's family. What are you going to do? Your dog gets sick, you take it to the vet. If you don't have pet insurance, now it's all out of pocket. And I have a family member, love, love your animal. It becomes a family member, just right. like we talked about. Got cancer, did test upon test, probably spent about 12 grand trying to find a solution and ended up having to put Ugh, her, her, her animal down. So again, many people have these stories. So Alyssa... Again, grateful to have you because this is such important information. If they're going to get into having a pet, let's talk about what that means. So what kind of animals can be insured with pet insurance? So the animals that I can help are dogs and cats. Um, and it's the majority of what I'm asked about anyway. What's interesting is Liberty Mutual did a survey last year. 74% of pet owners don't currently have any pet insurance coverage at all. Let's um, see, that's incredible. Yeah, even mm -hmm. though um, almost 70% know that coverage is, is available. They just don't have it because they've never been offered it before or never looked into it themselves. Um, what's also striking is that two-thirds of pet owners admit they couldn't afford unexpected medical care for their pet. And veterinary costs have more than doubled in the past decade. I've noticed it recently at my veterinary, and I had to take both of my dogs this year for their routine exams, and, and the prices have just increased. And of course, you know, we pay them because, again, our pets are family, and we Absolutely. take care of them. Like is that. that just due to inflation as far as it's not because more pets are getting sick? It's be just routine medical. Exactly. Just like okay. you notice the cost of everything else is going up that sure. you were talking about you know, before. Um, Business owners have raised expenses also. It's exactly. not just the consumer. Mm -hmm. For sure. So all of that said, and this is where, Tina, on the budgeting side, I think what happens here is people... When they, when they get a pet, it's just like life insurance. We have friends that are life insurance agents, and a lot of people will just say no, not because they don't understand the ramifications if something does happen and their family's left with debt problems as a result of it, but or, t or not being able to take care of themselves because of the financial change in their life. Right. They just don't want to make the payment. It, well, is it affordable? How, how much does it cost, actually? I mean, So that's a great question because there's so many different factors that affect the rate. Um, the age of the pet, um, the breed, especially of dogs, you know, matters a lot. Um, mixed dogs, you know, fun fact, generally cost less to insure than a purebred dog because they have less, you know, genetic predispositions and things like that. They're generally overall a little healthier. The size of the dogs, small dogs cost less to insure than the larger dogs because they have longer lifespans and their injuries generally cost a little less to, you know, fix if they have an accident. Um, and cat versus dog, you know, cats are often less expensive to insure because um, they are not as clumsy as dogs are. <laughs> and they usually land on their feet, so they don't get into quite as much trouble um, as the dogs do. And the, the nine lives, I'm sure, helps out, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and again, I want to give you another example. My dad um, got a rescue dog recently again, and the dental report was checked off on as if no problems, and he did his own, take it to the vet, get the, the, the dog analyzed, and it ended up he had gingivitis, wasn't really healthy at all, so we kind of had to go back to the the rescue center and kind of work on getting some kind of a rebate because he had it was about fifteen hundred dollars in treatment to get things back to normal. Just like buying a used car, take it to your mechanic, right? Right, right. and because that's I, I'm assuming you would agree that that's the first thing you probably should do when you get a new pet, regardless of rescue, not rescue, is make sure it's it's evaluated by a vet to of see course. where your baseline is. Yeah, and I, and when you do rescue a pet, um, you do get that report from the veterinarian that everything's checked off. Um, but again, um, every time I've rescued an animal myself, I've brought them to my vet and said, you know, can you just check them out, make sure everything's okay. 
um, because I've, you know, I've worked with my vet for a long time and, and trust them. So as a, as, an, as a person that helps people with pet insurance, will the insurance agency take that report and utilize it or will they need an independent evaluation? So, um, What's interesting is about pet insurance, which is a little different than, you know, human medical insurance, is that pet insurance doesn't cover pre-existing conditions. So basically, um, that doesn't matter. It's a question that I'm asked often, you know, my dog has this, you know, can I still get insurance? Yes, you absolutely can. But the insurance isn't going to cover any of that care going forward for that um, specific symptom or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, So all you have to do to get pet insurance um, is contact you know, your agent. Um, and if you don't have one, I'd be happy to help you out. Um, what I do is I ask a lot of questions about your pet. Um, you know, are they a dog or cat? What is their age? What's their breed? Um, a lot of people don't know the exact age or breed. So we have options for that as well, especially for the rescues. Is and it like insurance where you get a list of vets in your area that, that they'll accept no, a report from? What's awesome is that you can use any vet you want. So what happens with pet insurance is most of the time it's used in the case of an emergency. So you go to the, in the it's always in the middle of the night, right? It's mm. always at like, you know, midnight and you're at the emergency vet and they tell you it's going to be whatever the case may be. It's often around a thousand to two thousand dollars for just, an emergency Just case. to walk in, right? Wow. Yeah. So you're just going to walk in and you're actually going to pay for that. So they're, they're going to give you options at the vet to pay as well if you can pay it up front. Um, but that's, you know, how most of the pet insurance works. And then what you do is after you have that paperwork, you're going to submit a claim to the insurance pet insurance company and they will reimburse you. But I bet it's not like AAA where if you get a flat tire and you didn't update your membership, you can just call and then pay and then they'll come tell you or Correct. change the tire. It's not like that, Correct. right? You don't want to let your coverage lapse. And, you know, what I mentioned about the pre-existing conditions is is important because I have a dog, um, I have two dogs. One of them has, we've never used the pet insurance, knock on wood, that's a great thing. The other one um, is a ball of anxiety. And so she had to go to the neurologist several oh. years ago. Mm. That was $800 just for that appointment. Oh, yeah. Just you know? for the appointment. And it's yep. two hours away, so it was a whole day for us. And wow. then I, you know, I get the you know pay and all that. But yeah, yeah. what's great is that now all of her medication going forward, any of those additional visits to the neurologist, they're all covered because I had the insurance in place for her beforehand. So I don't have to worry about that. So moving forward, it's all covered. Correct. Yeah. And and again, we'll get into this. We're we're coming up against a hard break, but we'll go over like the different types of insurances you can get. And just in the budget aspect of things, if you do it early enough and you get that money in your budget and you math it out, one little exam like that, neurologist exam easy covers a year or two worth of premiums so we'll get into that because this is all about people being aware and knowing that they have that opportunity um, to cut or keep the cost as low as possible with a small investment for insurance we're going to take a quick break this is gordon oliver with the cambridge connection we'll be right back if you've lost income during the pandemic and have fallen behind on your rent or mortgage payments cambridge credit counseling can help Talk to one of our HUD-certified counselors at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and special guest, Alyssa Lungi, lead sales representative for Comparion Insurance Agency, a Liberty Mutual company. Alyssa, this is extremely important information. This also becomes a national podcast. So I just want for our listeners, if they're listening in Washington or Nebraska, if they reach out to you, can you get them in touch with an agent in their area to talk about pet insurance? Absolutely. Um, I'm licensed in Massachusetts, Connecticut, and New York, um, but I have colleagues all over the country that would be happy to help them. Awesome. Okay. So um, let's talk about getting quoted for insurance. Sure. 
how does you and again I, you said that the earlier the better so we already know that that's typical with insurance just like a human being the later it's going to be different in rate so advice number one would be as soon as you get a pet yes as soon as you get a pet um, bring them into your home whether you adopt them or get from a breeder um, that's when you want to get the pet insurance there's a 14-day waiting period on pet insurance as well um, so you want to make sure that you know once you bring that dog or cat into your home you get the coverage in place so that you know it will start in those two weeks what happens if you actually find a pet though what do you mean? Well, say you find a stray dog on the stray sh- cat <laughs> strut. Oh, oh no! Oh, that number. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, if you were to find a pet and and the, you couldn't find the owner, and now you took on a stray dog or a stray cat, I mean, are they eligible for the insurance? The first thing you should do if you find a stray animal is to bring them to the shelter and make sure they don't have a microchip or something like that belong to somebody. Uh, Donna um, French talked about microchipping. It's that's important. awesome. So it's, She's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Um, but, you know, if they don't and you end up bringing the pet home, yes, any pet can get pet insurance. It doesn't. We don't need to know the age of the breed. Um, you know, we can figure all that out and work with you and get some coverage in place for you. I'm sure there's no Ancestry.com for uh, pets <laughs> Actually, yet. I think this there idea is. Brought yes, up on there the, is. I oh, saw something advertised. I swear I saw something advertised the other day. So there important is. because you, this is a great point. As you want to get a rescue animal, if, you, if you're trying to take an animal and get them off the street, uh, that can have a cost to it too, right? Sure. So to your point, bring it to the shelter, get it checked out. Can they tell by, by some uh, time frame what the age of the animal is to help with the insurance? Usually the veterinarian can tell that. Okay. Um, it'll be on the report, you know, from, you know, the rescue or the, bre- you know, the rescue will let you know. Um, they can kind of estimate the age there based on the teeth. And insurance companies will accept that as if, if it's a certified vet? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. So we talked about pre-existing conditions. They're not covered, but that does not, I, see, I think that that's also where someone might say, uh, you know, my pet has a pre-existing condition, but it doesn't mean other things won't be covered and that are not costly if they happen. Correct. It doesn't preclude you from getting insurance. So like say you have, you know, like a skin condition or something like that, yep. where they have to take medicated baths all the time and you have to get that from the vet. Well, let's just be real. If they go outside, sometimes they may get in a fight with another animal, right? right? They might get, uh, God forbid, and I've had friends with this, they get hit by a car or, or something bad happens. That has nothing to do with the pre-existing condition. Correct. So you can get coverage for Everything else. And so, you know, whether you get the accident only coverage, which I can talk about, or the accident and illness, or you add on the preventative care, you can still get coverage for all those things that might happen in the future. Okay. So let's go over the basics. If you were doing basic pet insurance, what does that typically cover? So it depends on kind of what the client wants. Um, What I usually do for them is let them know what a few of their options are, because most people have no idea how pet insurance works. Absolutely. So the two most common are accident-only coverage and accident and illness coverage. So accident-only coverage looks like my dog went outside and got into a scuffle with another animal. Um, my cat jumped you know, two stories out the window and broke her leg. Yep. Things like that, things that are going to require that um, emergency vet visit, something unexpected. That generally costs less than accident illness coverage because you're only covering for those things that happen randomly. You're not covering for the long-term things. So you do a diagnosis with the client, basically like asking them questions to find out what you think the best coverage that they should go after is based on whether they rent, whether they own, what their property looks like. Outdoor, indoor cats, maybe. Yes. And I often recommend the accident illness coverage, um, and that is because the, the illnesses are what can become the very costly 
you know, events in the future. Because it's testing. So and the testing and medication, you know, and if it if it's, is something like cancer or I had, you know, I had a client who had a dog um, that had a golden retriever and it had both of its legs, you know, it had hip issues. Mm. And so that's super expensive to deal sure. with. Um, X-rays, right, probably. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so think about how much it costs, you know, when you go to the doctor. And yeah. you know, we have insurance. No and so even when we get no the insurance kidding. bill, that's expensive, right. right? But you see how much it actually costs, you know, without that. And it's similar at the vet. And our pets are family. And we want to take, take good care of them and make sure that they have, you know, all the testing, all the medication and everything they need and not refuse that treatment because we can't afford it. Okay. So a couple other things I want to make sure we get in. Number one, a lot of animals, because of allergies and food, the way it's produced, what it's produced with will have some stomach type problems and then they have to be on special food that costs more. Can that be rebated or included in an insurance policy? Yes. And every policy is different. So it depends on kind of what we put as that coverage. You know, what is the is the need for this food because of something that we're covering. So I'm really curious because I know, you know, dogs and cats, they have to get rabies shots uh, annually. Does this cover something like that? Uh, some, you know, just everyday expenses or is it just for emergency and um, illness only? That's a great question. It's one of the biggest uh, misconceptions about pet insurance. Most pet insurance is there for the unexpected. Okay. There are add-ons we can do for you that include preventative care. Um, they're great for a first-time pet Mm-hmm. parent that has a difficult time budgeting okay. for those routine costs. Right, right. Making the heartworm, the things the like heartworm, that. Mm-hmm. The spaying, you know, spaying and neutering, yes. which is a one-time thing. You know, the rabies vaccine, which is every one to three years, depending on your vet, things like that. We can add that in. The majority of my clients don't select that mm-hmm. because the payout is often less than what you pay into it. I see. But for somebody looking to budget and that wants to make sure that all those things will be covered, they'll have the money for it, that is an option. Okay. Pet insurance will cover prescriptions. Um you know, my dog Isla is on a prescription for, you know, her anxiety. And but same like there'll be deductibles or copays. There's deductibles and sure. there's copays as well. But again, like anything else, the deductible is, is reasonable where usually the outright cost of these things are not. Right. So there's an annual deductible every year. Um, the most common one that I that I recommend is $250. So once you pay that, um, you have a copay and it's usually about 10%. Hmm. Can you put coverage in in case an animal attacks someone? Or is that something that, as an insurance agent, you will help them between their personal and because uh, again, I talked we, we we talked about this recently about how people minimize personal coverage and then they get crushed when uh, something happens and there's a lawsuit because they just didn't want to pay a little bit extra to have a decent amount of coverage. So, which would that fall under, or is it both? That would fall under um, your you know your property insurance, your liability insurance. That would be different than your pet insurance, um, but absolutely, um, it's a it's something that comes up often in insurance. Like you, you, obviously, when you buy a home or whatever, we ask, "Do you have any dogs?" Sure. And that's because you know they are a liability. All right. So dogs and cats. How do breeds come into this? Like, is there a different cost for a pit bull versus a Shih Tzu, like the one Tina Marie has? <laughs> yes. Um, like I mentioned, mixed breeds generally cost less. The larger dogs generally cost more, and the younger dogs, you know, cost less. So. A small, mixed-breed, young puppy is going to be a lot less to insure than an older, purebred, you know, large dog. You know, I, I find that interesting. I, I, again, I'm, I'm no vet, but I just feel, I, I just find it interesting that the purebreds are, are more when you would think that a vet could tell more by a purebred than a mixed. 
That's only a genetic thing, right? It's a genetic thing. Yeah, Yeah, because when you, um, if you have, you know, pets that are bred, it's, it can, you know, lead to those dispositions Mm -hmm. where they're, you know, German shepherds, you often, I don't know if you know this, they often have hip issues because of kind of how they're shaped. Um, And data. So they got all the data, right? right? Exactly. (laughs) How can our listeners reach out to you, contact you, even if they're in Nebraska or Texas, if they have questions based on what we've talked about today and you can get them to an agent, how do they find you? So I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Insurance for Dog Owners. Um, That's the best way to contact me. You can also call me at 413-754-7013. That's at Insurance for Dog Owners. At Insurance for Dog Owners. Alyssa Lungi, you do incredible work. I know how much you love animals. You help people in so many different ways, and I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break and wrap up the show. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alyssa Lungi, a companion. Perion Insurance Agency. My specialty is helping dog and cat owners with customized pet insurance plans. Pet insurance may sound like a luxury, but it's not. With today's cost of veterinary services, having pet insurance helps prevent those unexpected veterinary expenses when something goes wrong with your furry family member, such as accidents, injuries, or illnesses. So if you live in Massachusetts, Connecticut, or New York, I can help you find the right insurance for your pet. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Insurance for Dog Owners. Again, that's Insurance for Dog Owners. Or call me at 413 754-7013. Again, 413-754-7013. Hello, everyone. This is the Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. Got a budget. Got to know what you're getting yourself into when you're bringing pets into the household. Right. I mean, I, I find it kind of odd that 67% of pet owners are aware of pet insurance, but only 26% actually have it. I, I'm telling you, it's because people lead with their heart. They don't look into that side of it always because, look, when you help people, they typically don't have a budget. Right. Right. And right. It, b- b- people do not like to budget. And that when there's costs associated, it's not fear mongering. It is preparation and research to know what the best and worst case scenarios could be. Again, if you have an animal and it attacks somebody on the sidewalk. Do you have enough coverage to be able to withstand what comes from that, right? So there's planning involved. I think that's a key takeaway from today. Another correlated percentage was two-thirds, nearly two-thirds of pet owners from Alyssa, uh, 63% admit they couldn't afford unexpected medical care for their pet. Yeah. Again, what that's correlating into 60% of people from the headline we read earlier are living paycheck to paycheck. That are calling looking for help because they're putting it on credit cards. The amount, and this is the key. I would strongly recommend you reaching out to Alyssa. Talk to her about this because if you if you have a pet, see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Look at some what some of the costs would be if something happens. At least know what kind of coverage you're getting and, and review with either Alyssa or an insurance agent that she can refer to um, if you have the right coverages. All of these things are important. So again, financial wisdom, financial wellness. We know there's so many people out there with great hearts and so many animals that need to be placed into homes with families to find love, right? Mm. So... This week's quote, owners of dogs will have noticed that if you provide them with food and water and shelter and affection, they will think you are a god. Whereas owners of cats are compelled to realize that if you provide them with food and water and shelter and affection, they draw the conclusion that they are gods. (laughs) 
special that. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> special thanks. I, I have that about cats too. So, uh, special thanks to our producers, Leah, Lisa, always here helping us put on a great show to help our consumers with great information. We always try to bring great experts on the show, like Alyssa, to give information that will help people avoid financial pitfalls. We are here every Saturday at 9:30 a.m. And if you've missed any shows, if you simply missed Tina Marie and I, you can reach out at connect at cambridgecredit.org with your questions. You can listen to our show at 9.30 live on whmp.com or you can find us where you listen to your podcasts. We'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. Again, email us at connect at cambridgecredit.org or feel free to call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE.